Uh, oh, this is episode 50, you guys. Holy That's shit, crazy. no way. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to change it to 30. Is that because oh, we did the 50. mini the mini episodes? It's including the mini episodes Which and week, and yeah. the we we did the two split episodes. Um, oh, yeah. where we turn them into two parters or whatever. Two, yeah. Um, but you know, still that's we're 50, fancy. 50, uh, 50 recordings, Woo-hoo! 50, 50 MP3s that had to be downloaded. That means we need fifty trains. <laughs> to bless us tonight. So we've been, we've only been doing this a year. Not yeah. even a year, because we started end of September. Oh wow! So yes. we're still we're still like like a yeah like six weeks away from. We were doing like test episodes last August, but we didn't yeah. like release uh, anything. Yeah, the first ones okay. were released like the last week of September, in yeah. time for like uh, premiere week. I feel like we've been doing this for a couple of years, not in a bad way, but just, you know. <laughs> well, the not last we three, have so much the last, chemistry. <laughs> the last several months have been quite long. a lifetime. <laughs> Uh, Honestly, I feel like it's just because we've really gone through a lot of television together. That's you know, true. Like that's right. entire yeah. seasons of Friday Night Lights. Um, you know what? All of that's going to stay in the intro uh, to this episode of Podjiba, <laughs> the Podjiba <laughs> Television Podcast. Uh, different intro for episode 50, guys. Um, 50, we're 50 in. Congratulations to us all. Congratulations, uh, Dan. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm Pajaba comedy editor, which is weird to say, Dan Hamamura. Uh, with me, as always, are Pajaba TV editor, Tori Preston. Uh, hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And uh, the ghost facer tree wizard, <laughs> Dustin Rolls. Tree wizard, tree wizard. What is, is that? I, I'm sure it's so from something you, I'm supposed no, to from, know. But... It's from a show called Taskmaster that I've raved oh. about. And... Um, Already in the, canceled. In the Ghostfacer episode. Yes, after one episode, which is insane. And but like actually and, I was like happy about it in a weird way because I didn't want to share this with Americans. Because it's too good. I was happy about it because they replaced but it with supernatural. Supernatural Ghostfacer. And when they sang this they sang the song, it sounds well, it, it sounds just like uh, a tree wizard. Which I guess Ghostfacer was first, but still. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if I followed that, but... I don't that's... think the British show was going to rip off the random show within a show on Supernatural. Right. But I like the idea that maybe they did. <laughs> Ghostfacers! <laughs> Tree wizard! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Dustin's Dustin's deep into his wine, clearly. Pajiba. Um, no, I took yeah, I think notes. You could, just, you could sing anything that way. In my notes. That's true. Any. As soon as that episode aired and they were singing the theme song, I was like, oh my God, it's Tree Wizard. <laughs> I'm sure you were, Dustin. <laughs> I don't think it's a real thing, honestly. I think he's just making stuff up. I... I... Uh, I pulled it up a little earlier, and I was going to play it, and then I figured I didn't know how to play things onto the podcast from my computer. So I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> 50 episodes in, we're still right. learning. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a, life is a constant learning process. Um, like Would today, I'm highway? learning. What? Life is a highway? Would you call it a highway? 
Uh, sure. It's a it's a highway, right. and sometimes I'm people drive, drive all night long real slow <laughs> in the left lane, Jesus and they piss you off. <laughs> you know, Dustin, I had a I was, I was trying to uh, trying to get into a segue into my uh, beer ad, but now you've ruined it, and so. Uh, Lumino uh, uh, from Unsung, Unsung Brewing Company. That's what I'm drinking today. Unsung. It's, uh, yeah, it's a Mexican style lager. Is that what they said? Yeah, and it's good. Yeah. It, it was from the fancy beer place down the street from me. I asked him for a, for a fancy lager, and this is what he sold me because it was expensive. <laughs> it's the fanciest. That makes me yeah. happy. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad that you're going for the fancy stuff now. I'm glad you're well, going to the store. Well, the store is just right there, so you know. <laughs> Tori, what about you? What are you drinking this Um, day? I'm just drinking seltzer. I'm trying to be good. Wait, I'm how immediately is that? regretting it. Um, it's fine. It's a it's a lovely polar seltzer, uh, 100% natural, cranberry clementine flavored. <laughs> you know. Wait, you said you're trying to be good as in you're not, you're trying to drink less alcohol? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's... You know, we'll see how that works. <laughs> All right. Were you inspired <laughs> less... to drink seltzer by uh, American Pickle on HBO Max? No, but I felt very seen by American Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I felt the same way the first time I saw Soda Stream. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you can just have seltzer on demand? <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, and then I got sick of refilling the cartridges for my Soda right. Stream, so I just buy bottles of oh, seltzer. Oh, yeah. I keep thinking about buying a soda stream, but I figure that that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Also, have you ever, like, literally just had too much seltzer and, like, you get stomach pains because there's so much gas in your stomach? <laughs> like, because that, that's happened to me. No. <laughs> it turns out you can't just drink a ton of seltzer as if it's water because um, you'll just get stomach pains. <laughs> I'm really I'm I'm great at health. I, I recently <laughs> quit seltzer. Why? Not for that. Not for that. Why did you quit it? Just because you got sick of the fun? It was a. It was expensive, and I was like, "Why am I doing uh, all this when I could just have water? Water's fine, right? Delicious." And their lacrosse is like $5 for a 12-pack. And you know what was happening? My kids were drinking all of them. Oh, yeah. When you're spending like $5 for a 12-pack for two adults, that's no problem. But when your kids drink like eight of them a day, it gets expensive. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's not sustainable. And you just walk around the house and there were like half-empty cans of it. And it just made me so mad. It's like, you opened this can, and you just left it lying around. You didn't even finish the goddamn can, and then you probably went and two hours later and opened a different can. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I also do that and leave leave them around the house, but I always drink them because I know if there's an open seltzer, it's mine because my husband doesn't drink it. So I kind of just wander around the house drinking, you know, flat, warm seltzer. Right. Um, As it's meant to be enjoyed. (laughs) You know, you got to let all that gas, you know, escape. Right. These seltzers are like twice the cost of soda, which has actual flavor. Not that soda's good for you, and not that I drink that either, but it's insane that it's basically water. 
Yeah. I heard there's also, here's the other weird thing. There's like an aluminum can shortage or something because oh, of the really? pandemic. Yeah. And, hmm. and there's a problem with breweries because they're having a hard time generating like the, the gas that you would put in sodas and, and beers and stuff like that, I guess. Huh. I don't know. I did not know that. I had heard about the coin shortage. But nobody can explain it. Uh, isn't sure. it just that coins are not circulating enough? Is that what so, I asked? I asked the grocery store lady, and she's like, "I don't know. They don't tell me anything." And I was just—I was joking with her, but I had a—I <laughs> had a mask on. She she didn't know I was joking with her, so right. she thought it was dead serious. And she's like, "What the fuck? I don't know." I what, don't know. What I'm I just a heard, <laughs> Yeah, what I had heard was that it's the. It's just that they're not circulating enough because people aren't using cash enough to pay for stuff because, you know, cash... We're not going to stores. They don't want to... Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, coin, so, so, yeah, it's harder to get... So just they're just... Yeah, they're just sitting in people's houses. And so basically what I'm saying is if you have quarters and you'd like to send them to me so I can do laundry, <laughs> my address is... <laughs> can I, can I uh, uh, briefly tell a, a short story? Is it no. about whatever you're drinking? The, no, 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 no. It's about <laughs> it's about coins. Yes, oh, please. Dear. Yes. Okay, so uh, before I started Pajiba, I I was in a startup with this uh, with my uh, high school buddy, uh, and uh, we'd come up together, and then we started this company together, and uh, and I and I've mentioned before that I ended up selling my share of the company in exchange for Pajiba. Uh, outright, and he went on and sold his share of the company for eighty-two million dollars. <laughs> Sorry, but huh. that's not the that's not the that's not the best part of the story. It's a it's lot. Like of, this guy came. It's a up lot of with, loose change, though. Sure, but this guy came up with ideas like all the time. He's like a an idea machine, but like nine out of ten would fail. And uh, he came up with this idea, and he was dead serious, and he tried to pull it off where people would mail him change and he would send them back dollars. How didn't really put, you know, the cost of sending. (laughs) Like, yeah, how is that going to work? Because nobody's going to accept less dollars than the change they put in. Yeah. I'm just saying saying genius runs really weird. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) It's a well, fine line between genius and is that uh, if that service existed right now, I would use it. Um, <laughs> you just send all your change to it. Well, don't they have those collector quarters? I mean, sure, you'll have to pay a few dollars for a quarter, but you could get them for like all the states. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I, I have a I have a plan. I have a I have a a. Uh, this is what I do. I there are certain things I need to buy kind of regularly at the store, so I'll buy them in like. In, like I actually know what quantities to buy stuff in now at the market where it'll it'll lead me to an opportunity to pay it with cash and to get three quarters back and so um, so I kind of I, I've kind of structured my shopping in a way where I can where I'm maximizing the, the, the number of quarters I can get that makes and you sense. need quarters do you, you and you do laundry yeah I need them for laundry oh okay I see uh, and then but every once in a while I will do this, and then they'll give me a stack of dimes, and I am so angry. Oh, assholes. <laughs> no, because they'll be like, they'll be back. like, we don't have quarters. Here are eight dimes. I just think it's insane. It's 2020, and they're still using quarters to do laundry. 
Well, no, because now they have the laundromats where you you can't use coins. You have to use a prepaid card. So you have to go to the machine that in a normal laundromat would be where you change your cash into coins. Right. Right. And instead you put cash in and it gets loaded onto a card, which you then take to the machines. It like It's not actually better. <laughs> yeah. But mine is also just in my local you know in my building there's just like right. a washer and dryer but it's like washer and dryers and then the car wash they still want quarters too yeah oh yeah yeah i had a weird thing this week where i um we had some we were like switching around our bank accounts and then because our bank is in new york and we can't get to new york now like i'm not on the account because i can't go and sign <laughs> and so oh. like there's some weird stuff so like i don't have a debit card just hold the credit card and 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 for whatever reason my husband's debit card like the atm wasn't taking it which is another thing we have to iron out so we needed cash because vermont has the only literally the only thing we need cash for we need a dollar a week because we have to vermont now requires that you separate compost like food scraps from the rest of your trash so but we don't have a composter so i have to still oh, wow. drive they i have to drive it yeah. That's amazing. So, so I, yeah, yeah, no, it's like the law, like the, you have to, I now have to drive my food scraps to, so I have a garbage service. They pick up my garbage, they pick up my recycling, they do not pick up food scraps. So I still have to go to the dump every Saturday with my like sack of food scraps that have been sitting in my freezer and I have to pay a dollar <laughs> to put them in the compost bin there because I can't compost at my house because we have bears. So, um, so I needed like, dollars and i had no dollars and i couldn't go to an atm so i went to the thrift store and sold clothes <laughs> to get cash <laughs> i cleaned out my closet and i took a set and the worst part was they didn't even take everything and i was like this is some really nice stuff and they're like no it's not i, I don't know what their excuse was i was just like i i, I want more cash just because i feel like i deserve it <laughs> That's so terrible. But yeah, just because I need one dollar a week, right? <laughs> because I can't compost <laughs> at my own house because bears. They, they uh, in Portland, they bring a bucket around every week for us to put our compost in. But we have to pay like twelve dollars a month for it. But if you want uh, soil, they'll bring it to you. Yeah, it's like yeah. Well, I think that's part of it too. Is I. Th- they usually have then if you need compost, you can also go to the dump and they have already processed compost that you can buy from them. Um, so yeah, they, they kind of do a service, but it's they're not gonna, they're not gonna come to your house. Right. <laughs> oh, I wish all of this is fascinating to me. Where uh, you know I don't have any green space, so um, you know my food scraps go into the into the bin like a like a normal. Like a, like you a city person. recycling, right? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. this, the recycling just goes to uh, people who, like, it never makes the truck because there are people who just, like, come and get the cans and bottles every day. Yeah, For, so. yeah. we have that, too. We have that, too. It's just, like, on Thursday nights, the guy's walking down the street, going through your trash, and we're like, hey, yeah. and sometimes I separate it for him to make it easier. It's like, here's the cans. Yeah, we can't... Uh put our our trash out early uh because of the bears because of the bears (laughs) (laughs) yeah no there's no leaving the bins out it's 
<laughs> what I'm learning tonight is that uh, Stephen Colbert was right that uh, bears are the number one problem mm-hmm. facing America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 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 a menace. <laughs> Truly, I like how I we've know. talked this long and none of it is about television except for no, Stephen we, Colbert. We talked you about American Pickle for like thirty seconds. That's it was right. a movie. It was it was on the this television. This is not a movie podcast, Dan. This is true, but it was on the HBO Max and therefore oh. is a television movie. Um, a streaming television, television. Television's right in the title. If that is going to qualify as television, we're going to have a whole lot more content. Oh yeah. Well, we talked about Hamilton, which was a, yeah. a streaming movie. I really, I and it wasn't people... even a movie. It's a yeah. play. It was a play. <laughs> We talked about a play. We can talk about this. Dustin, you talk about podcasts all the time, although this is not a That's podcast true. podcast, as That's I true. like to say. Podcast podcast. Um, uh, this is also some, we're also not a not a uh, farming podcast, even though we've talked about compost now for quite some time. What about, but what about I do want, I'm drinking? I'm drinking no, Dustin, it's too late. We don't care what you're drinking. We just want to know about the chickens. Yeah, chickens. Oh, the chickens. Chicken chickens update. Chickens great. Chickens great. I, I, you know. They look fully grown to me, but my wife insists that they are not. And they're going to get much bigger, and then they're not going to fit. That We need to get rid of one to fit in the coop. Are you going to eat it, or are you giving it away? Uh, well, the neighbors, they have, we ordered a dozen. We expected some to die. None died. <laughs> we gave the neighbor chicken. five, and we kept seven. So I think we're just going to give the neighbor one. Um, that makes sense, but you could eat it. Yes, but I don't think it's old. I, you know, I feel like you a tender a young chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Maybe that they're good. Maybe they're better. I don't I, know. Is there is there one chicken that's just a jerk that you'd be like yeah. that one? We can eat that one. That and one. No one will mind. I don't think so. What the, about the one with the the crusty butt? Because I bet that the, sealed in the juices. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because that's the only one that they can identify. Because it does it still seven. have a crusty pet? <laughs> no, no. But they've become very friendly and like pet it all the time and hold it all the time. And it's grown now and they still, the chicken still likes to be held and, and no. petted. Aww. And his name is Brave. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I like They it. named it Brave. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it takes a certain amount of bravery to let somebody Q-tip your... Stick a Q-tip in your ass? (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is just a supposition. Uh, That's amazing. I still think you should dig a little pit and rotisserie a chicken outside. You know, for like Labor Day or something. Sure. I I might. Kids, go, go get brave for me. It's dinner time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I feel bad, but also, uh, you know, I do eat chicken, so it's not a... And I feel like young chickens are a thing. I, I buy the packages of, of chicken breasts I get at the store say tender young chicken breasts. <laughs> it's from a local farm, and they make sure I know that they are both tender and young. That's um, that's good. It's good for yeah. It's good for the good for you. It's good for the for the farm. Um, can I ask? Uh, can I ask you uh, both a quick food question? 
I don't know why you ask us questions about whether or not you can just yes. I'm gonna ask you. So, this is a television uh, podcast. Go for it. My sister-in-law is staying with us, uh, and and she bought she brought salt potatoes, and I've never had salt potatoes or heard of salt potatoes. And holy shit, salt potatoes are amazing. Salt anything is amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what salt potatoes are? You've heard of them? Do you just put no. a bunch of salt on them and roast them? No, no, you just boil them. They're just like, you boil them in like basically a third of a Morton salt. It's like more salt than you've ever thought of in your life. Mm-hmm. And you take them out and they're like small, salty, slightly mushed potatoes. And they're so good. So you don't, you don't mash them. They, you know. Nope. Are they skin on? Are they like the little red potatoes or something? Uh, they're about the size of the red potatoes, but they're white potatoes. Okay. Hmm. And you leave the skin on and you just boil yep. them in salt. Yep. Like sounds- so much salt, like more salt than you can possibly imagine. There's, it's I mean, so good. I use a lot of salt. That sounds great. <laughs> I want to try that. But when you buy salt potatoes, it gives you the amount of salt it comes in a bag of potatoes and then like a huge bag of salt that you just pour in there. Where do you buy salt potatoes? Why would this... you need to? Can't you? That's something. That is something you can easily okay. buy the ingredients. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they sell salt potatoes in apparently Central New York and one health food store in Vermont. Oh, is it the was it Onion Street Market or whatever? I have no idea. I but... bet I know. I like that, Tori, you know the one health food store. No, it's not. Well, no, because there's like there's different food co-ops, but I'm trying to think of the one in Burlington, and it's onion It is something. definitely a co-op. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I, I do know the one that they're probably talking about, and I can absolutely imagine them selling you potatoes and salt. You should try it. It's amazing. Oh, man. That's awesome. And that was my food question. Uh, supernatural. <laughs> um... Yes, there were no episodes about food on Super... Are there episodes about food on Supernatural? Um, actually, we will be watching one later uh, in our oh. last week where food plays a pivotal part. Oh, all right. So we'll get to that. But yes. this week was uh, Meta Week. Yes. I like to think of it as the TV week. It was yes, all shows she... about television. <laughs> uh, uh, so we watched... Oh, shoot. I've... Uh, wait, no, I have the names right here. Uh, we watched Ghost Facers, uh, Changing Channels, and The French Mistake. Yes. So season um, three, season five, and season six, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, so, I mean, I feel like we should start with Ghost Facers because mm-hmm. it's the earlier one. Um, was there a previous episode? No, no, I said Tree Wizard. Oh, Tree Wizard. Um, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? So, Ghost Facers were actually introduced in a season one episode, but mm-hmm. it, not as the Ghost Facers. It's like the two dudes have like a website and they run into Sam and Dean on a, on a hunt. So, in this uh-huh. one, they've now spun that website into they're trying to do a reality show and they run into Sam and Dean. But I like it because they shoot it as a reality show and it's all about them. Um, and, and you get to kind of see how Sam and Dean appear to, you know, people who are not involved in the entire, where, you know, who don't assume that these guys are heroes or anything. It's just like they're jerks that get in the way. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I also forgot how much swearing they had to bleep out, which I really, I don't know why in this episode, they don't swear in all the episodes, but in this one, it's like Sam and Dean are just constantly getting bleeped. Right. I was going to ask if they swear in other episodes that that get censored because, because that felt like a very, I mean, it felt like they're, you know, you see that a lot in, uh, in reality shows. So it felt like they were playing into that. They were playing into it. it. Yeah. I believe they, Um, they were. Uh, other things in this episode that I loved. Uh, Dustin, did you recognize uh, who Spangler was? Spangler? Um, yeah, one of the two ghost facers. Did, did he look familiar to you? No. Okay, so so one of the one of the ghost facers whose name is Spangler, he's the guy who dies on Turk in the season one Scrubs episode, My Old Lady. He's the guy what? who like has the hat and is like, come on, the catch. You know, San Francisco, the Clark, uh, Montana, the Clark. How in God, oh, yeah, yeah. How in God's name did you put that together? Well, because I saw his face and I thought, that guy looks so familiar. What do I know him from? And then, and then I looked him up on the internet. <laughs> and he was scrubs, huh? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, um, I read <laughs> this was... <laughs> And, and, and I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Supernatural Wiki. I'm, you know. I'm <laughs> yes, Dustin. <laughs> the, this was the uh, first episode back from the writer's strike. And the reality show element was sort of a joke because during the writer's strike, the whole thing was like, oh, my God, everybody's going to get replaced by reality shows. Right. And they made a, they made a writer's strike joke, too. Joke in it, yeah. In the, in the show. And it's also funny because this is, I believe, their first attempt. Like, the show has had a lot of failed spinoffs. Mm-hmm. This is actually, Ghost Facers became the one spinoff, albeit it was a web web series that of three-minute episodes. But Ghost Facers was the one supernatural spinoff that actually happened. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, they had a web series called Ghost Facers. And it's the same characters, like uh, yeah. Brittany uh, Ishibashi's in it. And uh, I think the guys who play Zed Mortar and Spangler, like, wrote the episodes. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. You know, this episode, I watched it uh, late at night. And uh, particularly for a network tele- uh, television show, it was actually really scary. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was great. I- it was fairly gross. So the whole episode is like, you know, they go into this, you know, haunted house and there's a, a guy who has a bunker right. <laughs> and he's been <laughs> kidnapping people on leap year if people like stay in the house and he set himself up a birthday cake because he was afraid of being alone during, I guess, the end of the world. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gross. You have like the character Corbett, the intern, gets like stabbed oh, through the neck, yeah. and then through you the keep back. seeing him. Well, through the well, through the back of the neck, yeah. Right. And so his blood is blurbling out, and then you keep seeing him like this echo of his death, where he's just standing there blurbling, yeah. and you're like, oh god. And Corbett was uh, played by Dustin Milligan, who is Ted from Schitt's Creek. And I saw him, I was like, oh, it's young Ted. And then I was like, oh, and he's dead. And he's dead. And he's dead. Um, Yeah, no, and actually, so I've been uh, kind of binging Supernatural, starting like season two, season three, like kind of bouncing around, checking out episodes. And I Mm -hmm. even I forgot how genuinely disturbing some of the storylines are. Yeah, it really was. Like, they're super surprised by that. 
yeah, there are some there are some very heavy horror episodes, and some that are more funny, like the like some of the ones that we're gonna watch that we right. watched this week, the other episodes that we watched this week. <laughs> um, but yeah, when they do like a real horror episode, <laughs> they can be pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. I also thought it was interesting. Like Corbett uh, had like a, a gay crush, but it felt kind of stalkery to me. But the episode itself. Uh, was nominated for a GLAAD award, which I think sort of shows you the era. Yeah. That, I mean, this was like, what, 10, 12 uh, years ago? Yeah, this episode was, what, 2008. Yeah, this aired in April 2008. Yeah, I mean, you know, so it, it, it was definitely a little stalkery, but it also was an episode where, like, the, the resolution or to try and save his yeah. his echo it was you have to accept his feelings right and right. so you have this other character saying i love you and yeah like in 2008 i'm sure that was a big like deal yeah. a big deal on television um especially for you know because this show is is very loose with you know <sighs> it's very broy. it's very though, like yeah, it gets less growy as it goes on again because like it's been on for 15 years and they kind right. of learn to be a little bit less but there's a lot of jokes about like yeah banging Lindsay Lohan or you know boobs <laughs> I don't know right. it's pretty really I understand I was Jack was around in 2008 and we asked that you never visit that <laughs> <laughs> for the exact same reason for the exact same reason Lindsay Lohan and boobs <laughs> It was a lot of that going around. It was the yeah. time. Yes. It was a long time ago. It was 12 years ago. And this year, in, including this year, it's like 30 years ago. Yes, so, that's right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we're in double time. Like, yeah. literally. Uh, so, yeah, so. Uh, I watched uh, a couple of other episodes, apparently, in this era. I watched uh, two Lauren Cohen episodes and one <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. Uh, one of them was Sterling K. Brown. But... And, I, and I, I bring that up only because uh, those two episodes plus this episode keep mentioning the fact that Dean is about to die. Yes. It's got uh, like a couple of months left. Are we going to explore that? Uh, no, we're actually going to skip because next week I'm taking you directly to the season five apocalypse. Well, Which is kind of like the, the, so the long arc, right? We're or like gonna... the first long arc. Yeah, so this yeah, is the I end of like the first stoked. five. Um, but I can explain what happens with Dean. So basically, I appreciate um, that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so ah, if I remember correctly, Sam dies, or is about to die, or something, and Dean makes a deal with a demon. Um, so this season two, they introduce the idea of crossroads demons, where you can make a pact, um, get what you want, but your soul is forfeit, and usually there's a time limit on it. So it's like you can enjoy your life for ten years, and then we'll come get you. Um, and they and hellhounds are the thing that come to like to get you. So uh, Dean makes this deal to save Sam, and then but I think he only has like a year. I forget the time limit. Uh, but yeah, so that for that entire season, it's them talking about like. Your time is running out. Your time is running out. And he's, I think he, you know, yes. he wants to get out so of it. So many times. So many times. Yeah. So they're keeping it because that's like the finale is he gets dragged to hell. Okay. Um, and they try to stop it and, and can't. And then the big introduction, uh, he gets out of hell. And it, I think when he was down there, he was like a, he ends up 
because time is different in hell and he's like a, he's a torturer uh so you think he's being tortured and his torture is that he's actually the torturer and he's very good at it and he remembers uh, um okay. so it becomes this whole thing uh but he is rescued from hell and that is the introduction to uh the angel castiel that you saw in one of in changing channels so right um his oh. introduction is he like basically dean you know, a couple months after his death is suddenly like crawling out of his grave and doesn't know who rescued him. And everyone, Bobby, Sam, like they all assume a demon broke him loose and it, and all the, and they encounter all these demons and their demons are like, we don't have the power to do that. We can't rescue people from hell. And then the, <laughs> the revelation is that an angel did it. And so that's how angels are introduced to the show is Castiel like oh. grabs, dean out of hell and is like yeah god has a plan for you huh. and that That's kind of season three finale uh oh god i think that is um i just need to see the season yes yeah, the season three finale and then castiel shows up in the season four premiere okay that's where i need it because i need to know more about castiel because i really like him and i don't know anything about him and i don't know anything about these other things but he looks like what I picture Constantine. Yeah, I think, like. yeah, there's kind of a, with the trench coat oh, and everything. Oh, yeah, it's, the coat makes it. Yeah, the coat, coat makes oh. it. Um, and there's he, no relation? No. No, he's a very different type of character. But, yeah, I mean, the look is is pretty reminiscent. Uh, and Castiel, and so what, what I like is that was kind of a big turning point for the show because for, you know, First couple seasons, it's a lot about ghosts, and then you start really digging into demons. You know, it's like ghosts, monsters, but also there's this one demon out there. And uh -huh. then as they're hunting that one demon, you find other demons, and you learn about how demons possess humans, and they can be exercised, and it gets very involved in, like, demons become normal. Right. And it isn't until literally the season four premiere that the idea of, you know, well, duh, if de demons exist, if hell is a place, then so are angels in heaven. Right. And through Castiel and you start meeting all these other angels, you realize that angels are also dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it becomes a running joke that, like, angels are just as bad. Right. Like, they, they, they suck. Um, and Castiel himself, like, he partners with the Winchesters. He dies. He's another character that dies, like, five or six times in the show uh and gets brought he's back usually by still God. around he's still yeah he's still around oh good 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 yeah he he <laughs> lasts he is he is now like the third lead and has been for a while it's misha Collins says i have anything better to do no this is what he does okay. that's fine <laughs> it's the three of them they're like they're all buddies um i'm good with that man yeah which is why i thought it was really cute well we'll get to the french connection but that yeah. was kind of a uh kind of playing on his his personality uh yeah so he he sticks around there's there's storylines where he uh kind of turns evil uh so he he's like working for god to try and stop lilith from opening the from breaking the seals that are holding lucifer in the cage and that is what kind of sets the apocalypse in motion um so he's like helping oh train train <laughs> train just 49 more to go because I wear the noise-canceling headphones, you guys hear that before I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's really pleasant. 
so yeah, so Castiel is like working for God. Then he start he will tend to like side with the Winchesters and humanity over heaven, and so he'll end up butting heads with other angels. And then at one point he kickstarts like a civil war in heaven, and then he like accumulates power and takes over heaven, and like has gone completely off the rails. And then he'll you know get deposed and and go back to normal and being good and so he he his character arc is complicated yeah <laughs> usually he's an ally um who was it that i i think you'd mentioned this last week but I'm, I'm forgetting at the moment uh who was it that people ship between is it castiel and dean yes okay jared and dean no no what <laughs> Well, it's both. It's you can right. ship okay. the brothers. Right. There's, you there's can Sam ship... and Dean, but then also the Castiel one was Castiel and Dean. Yeah, Destiel. Okay. Destiel. Uh, yeah. So they they that kind of becomes a joke, and and in the show they'll even make jokes about the fact that like at one point I think uh, Castiel and Sam have to go investigate something, and it's like literally a joke that like Castiel just has not spent enough time with with Sam. He's like really <laughs> comfortable with Dean, but like doesn't really know sam right um because when he was introduced uh you know he's saving dean because dean is is essentially supposed to be the vessel working for heaven he's supposed to be michael's vessel you know so there's kind of the heavenly but and at that point sam while dean was dead sam was like boosting his psychic powers by drinking demon blood and all this stuff um so he's even though he's doing it because he's saving lives that way, he's kind of walking a darker path and, and becoming a much more likely vessel for Lucifer. So it's right. um, so yeah, for a long time, well, Castiel so is. I've hmm? seen on a couple occasions that uh, Sam is referred to as Lucifer. I mean, he also at some point gets possessed by like <laughs> you see him as Lucifer. Okay, okay. Um, it doesn't happen for long. And Castiel, I'm just saying, could do better than Sam. Dean makes sense. Castiel and Sam, no. No, no. No, it would not work. It would not work. But yeah, Castiel and Dean, it's a good ship. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. That, kind of, that kind of leads us to the um, Changing Channels episode, because I think that's something that uh, that the trickster slash Gabriel brings up, right? Does he? When? I, I, or am I thinking of the other episode? It came up in one of these episodes because I only watched these three. Yeah. Um, I mean that that specifically that Dean is kind of like the vessel for heaven and and uh, Sam is the vessel for hell. Oh yeah, um, that would have been kind of like the game that they're. Yeah, playing. that would be. Yeah, they have to play their roles. So right. um, yeah, that's in changing channels. Um, and even if you watch, like I, I've been noticing it a lot because I'm watching like I'm in the middle of like season two or whatever. Um, and they bring up the idea of destiny constantly. Uh, and so, and that becomes a through line like that. There are no matter what the big fight is that season or what the arc, there is a debt. Like these two guys have a destiny and they're constantly right. kind of trying to weasel out of it or bucket or, you know, yeah, like they don't want to conform. So yeah, that was Gabriel kind of going like, no, you just have to play your roles guys. Right, right. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love that episode. And again, I wonder, I'm curious about, what Dustin thought because it kind of does the same thing that mystery spot did, which Mm -hmm. was, you know, it's a lot of fun for most of the episode. And then you have the scene with the trickster at the end that gets, it's very plot heavy. Right. Right. Um, 
that's when it gets boring. Yeah, so you didn't like the end of it. <laughs> no, no. But I love the episode. Right. And, uh, uh, oh my God, Nutcracker. Nutcracker <laughs> was great. Um, the herpes the, commercial. Herpex, the herpes herpexia. commercial. Herpexia. herpexia. Uh, Grey's Anatomy ripoff, uh, Dr. Sexy. Dr. Um, Sexy, where they reference the fact that, like, oh, this show has ghosts, too, because it's right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. They're such fans of his. Uh, um, the CSI ripoff. Oh, my God. The, we're we're the sunglasses. wearing sunglasses at night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the terrible, like, TGI Fridays comedy. Yeah. With the and then audience. I had forgotten that they did Night Rider at the end. I did too. Um, and, We're and, that, the car. and it, it makes total sense because of the car and how the much obsession. Dean loves yeah. the car. Yeah. But like I completely forgotten, even though this is one of the few episodes I'd seen before, that they end up in Night Rider. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh God, this is so perfect. It's so perfect. Um, I just I love that. And a lot of them, you know, it fits it fits the characters very well, but it's also just a love letter to television. Right, right. Um and I, I I felt that way kind of about Ghost Facers too. Like they they understand the format and they're you know I mean the herpes commercial they're not they're not doing an exaggerated version of a commercial that is literally a drug commercial. It's right. only funny because it's Sam having to say the lines and looking right, right. uncomfortable. <laughs> like, um, and there, there's something else that they do in actually all of these episodes that's really impressive to me, which is that. These episodes feel like they're very easy to enjoy as one-offs, like without really a whole lot of prior knowledge. But they're also, now that I've seen a few more episodes, like it's so clear how how they're still addressing the the longer arcs within them. You know, so like, like, like in Changing Channel, even though Dustin, like you said, it was kind of like the, the least interesting part at the end, but they're still dealing with, you know, the, the, the larger themes and the larger storyline that's playing out and that we'll see play out next week, uh, when we kind of go through the season five end game, um, while having this weird adventure that you kind of don't need to know anything else about, um, yeah, it's like you could, the, the season isn't going to be greatly impacted if this episode didn't happen right but on the other hand like they will but they just remind you that like no this is still part of everything else that's happening yeah yeah they're not it isn't disconnected in a way that feels like pointless it's still like there's you're still getting something out of it yeah um and i mean i just thought that's cool because that's really uh that's that's not an easy feat to pull off um and i mean it's something that like you know a, a lot of this this show's dna uh, and I think we talked about it last week, if if I'm not mistaken, but like that a lot of the early people uh, involved with the show, or several of the early people came from X-Files. And so like X-Files didn't do that, where they would have show, they would have a lot of episodes that would just be one-off adventures and have nothing to do with the, the larger storyline and then come back to the alien, you know, plot or yeah. whatever. Um, no, but, and even watching like the, the more standard Monster of the Week episodes, um, because there are some Monster of the Week that are very much like you won't expect it until you see how it it actually is a plot from a demon or from a whatever. It is tied to the larger arc, but the, right. even like the characters don't realize it. You you mm-hmm. know, um, I just watched one this uh, Croatoan that's like that. It's like a, a it's essentially the thing set in a, a town, but it's like all these people 
get infected and, and start disappearing. And it's clearly some sort of like uh, demon uh, disease. It's like really fascinating. Yeah. Um, and so they're like under quarantine as like people, they can't tell who has it and who doesn't. And like people are going crazy and it's like a, it's blood to blood transfusion or something like that is how you, you get it. Um, and in the last scene, you find out that uh, it was all an agent of the yellow eye demon testing Sam to see like the extent of his powers but it's when you're watching the episode so it it really was tied to the larger plot of the season but when you're in the middle of the episode you have no idea right um and they do that a lot so there's they they balance everything um yeah pretty well you know and then there are episodes where it's really like this whole episode is moving the end game along you know but they they sprinkle it out you know throughout um, and then I, I, you know, I feel like it's maybe worth mentioning the writers that worked on these episodes because I didn't catch yes. it, but so changing channels and actually the last, last week, mystery spot, both of those were from Jeremy Carver mm-hmm. who has gone on and he created doom patrol. On, oh. which I hear is amazing. It is. It's very fun. <laughs> uh, and then the other two episodes, Ghost Facers and French Mistake, were both written by Ben Edlund, who created The Tick. Right. So, and both of those guys wrote a lot of episodes uh, for the show, pr- helped yeah. produce everything. And so. I think Jeremy Carver became the showrunner at, at for for a section of the run. I from think that he mistaken. did. Although I know it's, uh, I think by the time we get to the French Mistake, um, it's Sarah Gamble has been right. Because that's yeah, like a joke in that episode. Right. <laughs> yeah. So she's like a writer producer on it, but then she, I think, becomes showrunner because that's like an entire gag in the French mistake. Yeah. Is that like the the directors and producer on the phone with her and she's like, Well, maybe I should talk to Jensen and Jared and they're like, Uh, they don't know who you are, Sarah. We need to get Eric Kripke back <laughs> because it's season six and it's the first season when he's gone. Right. So it's literally so- like Yeah. So just yeah, to set up that yeah. episode, even though everyone listening has probably watched because everyone did their homework um, <laughs> or loves right. the show already. Already uh, knows. But the, but that, that the French Mistake We've was the episode. we lost our Friday Night Lights Right. Uh, the French Mistake was the episode where uh, Sam and Dean go through, end up through a, going into a, an alternate universe where they are Jensen and, uh, and uh, what's the name? Jared. Jared and they are playing Sam and Dean on the TV. So it's like they came into our universe, right? Basically, I loved um, I loved uh, Dean's reaction when he finds out that they're in they're in Vancouver. Right. <laughs> He's just like, "We're not even in the U.S." Yeah. <laughs> There's an obligatory Ono Vancouver moment, <laughs> and um, he's like pulling out Canadian money to pay people, yeah. and he's just like, "Ah." Oh. I love that Sam was so upset that the car was fake and just a prop. Yeah, and when he sees uh, all uh, the prop cars. Yeah. A whole episode was amazing. And, like, when Ruby shows up, I immediately jump online. It's like, is that actually his wife? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is. <laughs> it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, they met on the show. And then and at one point, like, she gets killed. And it's literally, like, I think Sam holds her and Dean stabs her. And it's, like, a joke. Like, you guys killed his wife. He's like, I didn't. Oh, I no. just held her. <laughs> Dean killed her. <laughs> Um, and with like Eric Eric Kripke shows up I like right. looked up online and the thing is like 
it's inconclusive if you do image searches. You're like, is this no, Kripke? No, it's, it's not. Maybe right? it looks... I, I figured that out eventually. Yeah. But it's like... <laughs> Maybe he looked. That's what he looked like ten years ago. I don't know. Like I don't know because it's been so long. Because, <laughs> because if you do an Eric Kripke search, that guy from that episode shows up in half of them. Right, because he played <laughs> Eric Kripke. No, they right. hired actors because it's Brian Doyle Murray playing Robert right. Singer. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the only person, literally, other than Sam and Dean playing them, the only person playing herself is Genevieve. Uh, Padalecki. <laughs> like, right. Um, yeah, they hired people. The voice on the phone wasn't actually Sarah Gamble. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like that they... I wanted they... that episode to go on forever. And I wanted <laughs> to go to Dean's house, and I was very upset they didn't. Well, the thing that was funny was that... It, so one thing that I wrote down in that episode is that not a lot happens like i i thoroughly enjoyed it but there's almost nothing happens other than them being confused and being like oh we're in the real world i mean we're in a world where where we're actors playing us um and then they're just kind of waiting and then violence happens um and that's okay yeah Yeah. but it, it just it just shocked me that there was so much like a large chunk of the episode was basically dedicated to them being confused and or you know, kind of enjoying, not enjoying, but like, you know, just, just existing in, the uh, in the real world. But also while, in, in the fact that it's... Uh, while Misha Collins gets murdered. Well, he, and like, it's so not the real world. Like that right. house, like Jared's house is insane. And the like, you know, like they're, and the fact that it's not really Eric Kripke, like they're, they're really, they've created this whole fake version of the real version of right. the, like it's so many layers just for what is a one-off since you like to Wikipedia, it sends you to Wikipedia to find out which parts of this are true. I just, I just have to say, like it was great for me to see this, but I like people who have been watching this for six seasons must have just like died. They must have just yeah. like, this is the mm-hmm. best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I mean, and between I this can, and changing I channels. Feel, I can sense that. Yeah. I mean, that's why I wanted to share them. Like, I know a lot of the episodes that I'm sharing, like, they'll have more impact if you were more invested in the show. But I also yes. feel like, and I'm glad, like, you still got something out of it. You got this, why it was fun. Because I right. figured, like, these would be easy because at least, you know, even if you don't know Supernatural, you guys know television. And so, like, <laughs> these are just TV geek episodes. Right, right. Um, and that's what I like. I like the sense that, like, this show is is made by people who just really love what they do. <laughs> right. And there, there's a there's something in, um, I mean, all of these episodes, and including, you know, even what we were talking about last week, where the difference between season one and the, um, uh, the season three uh, trickster episode that we watched, um, that by, by this point, it's so clear mm-hmm. that the show can kind of be whatever it wants. Um, which is a really fun place for a, for a TV show to go to. I mean, and they, they can do that and do, you know, their actual main arc yeah. um, at the same time. Yeah, and they get, you know, I think that changing channel, well, probably Mystery Spot first, but changing channels in a lot of ways was a turning point because that mm-hmm. was, they kind of realized like, oh, we can get away with just like being off the wall and people love it. And so they right. made, they started making sure like every season has like the quote unquote meta episode. Right. Right. Um, and it's like fans start to look forward to it. Um, <laughs> right. 
There's like uh, in the wiki. There's like a. There's like this is a meta episode. Here's examples of other meta episodes, and then at the end of it, it says all of season fifteen. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> it really is. That's what I was saying last week. Like, season 15 is tying up all of these loose ends, but it, it is very much, it is about its own, myth- like, it's just, it's it's digging into its own mythology and it's giving, like, everybody comes back. and But it's not done, like, yeah, I would, I would argue that's absolutely correct. Like, the entire s- season is a meta season. Because right. they're they're tying up all these Easter egg or tying up all these like loose loose ends that had been left unaddressed, like so. Here's here's one that fans talk about all the time. Uh, Sam and Dean have a, a half brother named Adam. And what? Yes, his their father at one point started oh, a, after after their yeah Jeffrey Dean Morgan after their mother died um when he would go off yeah after when they when he would go off on hunts he basically formed a family away from them and yeah but he was a really good father to this kid and but the kid never knew anything about hunting and so he comes into play because kind of during the apocalypse uh when Dean is like, no, I'm not going to be the vessel for Michael. Heaven's like, well, whatever. We got another Winchester in the wings. We'll just use him. (laughs) So he becomes like the backup vessel. So he's only in a couple of episodes. He ends up getting locked in hell in a cage with Michael. Uh, And he's just, you know, considering the show is about how these family members will do anything for each other. um, You know, the brothers are always sacrificing Castiel, Bobby. They're always sacrificing, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, they're always sacrificing stuff for each other. Right. Adam gets left in hell for at the end of season five and is basically not mentioned for multiple seasons until (laughs) there is one episode where a bunch of fans of the books stage a play version of Supernatural and Sam and Dean are watching it. And this kid is on stage and they're like, who is that? And the tech, the person running tech for the theater is like, oh, that's Adam. Win- that's Adam. What's his face? Like the Winchester's half brother. They've left him in the cage. And like, it's, so it's like the fans calling out, like they incorporate the that, you know, plot hole into the show and call it out. <laughs> and then in season 15, find a way to like wrap it up in a season, like bring him back out. Um, they're doing that with like basically all of the characters of the show in season 15. And it's lovely. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I, you know, we're only two weeks in end of this experiment, and you're giving us all episodes from the first five or six seasons. Yes. And I, and, and the thing about the French mistake is, like, I saw this, and I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is the kind of episode you show when the show is about to wrap up. And, like, <laughs> how, how... <laughs> But how do you, between like season seven and 15, are we going to see many episodes from that? Uh, You do. So what, um, so season six, and they make jokes. That's part of why this episode was, I think, particularly funny, because they make a lot of jokes about the fact that like, oh, it's season six, anything goes, because it really was, they were supposed to be a five season show. Right. And so season six was the like, we don't know if we can continue doing this. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with more plot. Um, I leaned heavier on the beginning just because I feel like, not that it's, not that there's nothing good in the later episodes. I, I'm going to give you more later episodes, uh, 
as we go on, but I, I did think that to get a grounding, I'm trying to entice you guys and, and I wanted to get you guys, yeah, kind yeah, of, sure, sure. you know, so I lean heavier on the earlier seasons early on. Um, week three, I'm giving you, I'm basically going to set up. Um, so yeah, next week we're going to just do the, the finale or at least the, the apocalypse, the season right. five apocalypse. Yeah. Right. Um, so you're going to see the episode that introduces uh, Crowley, who I wish we had more episodes with because he is my favorite character in the whole show. Um, and then the two-part finale. Mm-hmm. And then week four, you're going to start getting your first... Um, it's a couple of... Uh, it's a season four episode, a season five episode, because it's setting up um, this one character, Chuck. And then a season 11 episode, which is kind of the twist that leads into... All the basically leads into the season finale, into the fifteenth season. So in this one episode in season eleven, that is the hook that changes the landscape of the show. And then week five, um, our last week doing this, I've got all later season episodes. So I've got an episode uh, from season ten, season eleven, and season fifteen that are just some of my favorites. Okay, well, I'm so. what I'm basically asking is, so I love what I've seen. Okay. And I just wonder <laughs> what seasons you can skip. Been watching it from the beginning. No, it's just like between season six and fourteen, was this a struggle? Uh, you just like Dean and Sam so much that it didn't matter. That helps. Um, there are definitely moments where you stop liking one of them, and then there there are times where I'm like, the overall arc. Because they get to the point where some of the larger plot arcs, I'm like, well, that's a that's a stretch, but you buy into it because it allows the characters to do something. So even if you're kind of like, like at one point, Dean accepts the mark of Cain and basically turns into a demon. What? Yes. What? And it's like, I don't care if this is nonsense. That's when they in, that's when they have uh, Tim Amundsen on the show. Oh, He's Cain. Um, and they have to go and get this knife from him, but they, to take it, he has to accept the mark of Cain and it turns him like into a demon character kind of thing. And it's, and so he goes evil and they have to work to get that off of him or, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, the reasons for that are kind of nonsense, but it's so much fun watching him do that. Mm-hmm. Or there's one where Jensen Ackles is possessed by the alternate universe, Michael, and just spends half a season in a like a page boy hat and a trench coat being a jerk. <laughs> it's like I love it. I will watch that, you know. So there are there are a couple seasons where I'm like, you know, I'm not as the Leviathan's arc, which is uh they end up in purgatory. They introduce the idea of purgatory and then these monsters that are in purgatory get out and it's it's not my favorite season plot wise but there are still really good episodes within it so no the show never has such a low point that i completely lost it because again even when i'm like i don't care what's going on usually the characters are interesting enough then again there are also long stretches where i'm like oh my god sam you are so mopey or dean you are so tortured or you know because the other thing is like the the jokes they're always sacrificing for each other and they're always lying to each other 
Right. And so there are definitely times where like the repetition of that pattern great on you, but the show also recognizes that it does it and finds its own ways to kind of call it out while still acknowledging that like, this is the fabric of the show. Right. <laughs> this is how it works. So, <laughs> um, no, I think that there, you know, and I, th- what I also appreciate is, you know, yeah, when it struggles in the plot, it's because you have this massive thing that happens in season five and it really is the show constantly trying to find, find not believable, believable doesn't matter in the show, but find any sort of way <laughs> to up the stakes. Right. And it does take them a while to do it in a way that feels um, as earned, but when they do figure it out, it's great. So, yeah, I don't know. I also, you know, I was, I was, I binged the first seven seasons, so I wasn't watching it live. Yeah, right. <laughs> still, still. You know. But then I binged it and had to watch season eight, which was one of the lulls. Mm. And I still was like, no, I'll watch this every week. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm into it. It's just a lot of fun. But this is how I feel about The Walking Dead, which has bad seasons. But you just you get attached to characters and you just stick with it. Right. Yeah. Because you also know, yeah, even when it's like, okay, the whole, maybe the season, if you're viewing it as a whole, isn't as good. In the moment when you're watching the episode, there's plenty to enjoy because you like those characters or because you, you know that maybe next week you trust the show to like come up with something new that'll at least entertain right, you. Right, right, right. right. So. There was, um, uh, I have a colleague over at Uproxx uh, who was like, asking me to do something about The Walking Dead and he was like his wife loves the Friday night with the Morgans show <laughs> which like nobody watches and I was like oh my god she must be a Supernatural fan and he was like yes yes she is she's obsessed <laughs> with Supernatural I love it I mean it's also your favorite show Dustin yeah so. well I mean I watch it you talk about it often enough that yeah, I feel like I it's yes, it's uh, it's up there with like the resident for you. Yeah, you know? I don't. I've never seen the resident in my life. <laughs> so you, you say sure? that, but I'm pretty sure you've talked about the resident many, many times. I, I heard it was your favorite medical show. Yeah. Uh, New Amsterdam. Did you know that New Amsterdam? I didn't know this until, even though I watched it, that the lead in New Amsterdam was the boyfriend and. Uh, the Blacklist. You guys have no idea what I'm talking about. No, but... I did not know that. Did you know that the lead in The Resident was the boyfriend? <laughs> the Friday Night Lights? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like... Did we talk about that? No. <laughs> Sorry. I just want to say this to the people who have hung on after the Friday Night Lights month. Because you probably, like me, are like, why would I watch Supernatural? I was like, it's so much smarter and and better than you think it might be. It's really, really a lot of fun. And I'm so surprised by how much I like the show. Aww. Dustin, yes. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna burst your bubble, but uh the, uh, I, know, I know we never talk numbers, but the uh, supernatural numbers early <laughs> early return suggested might be more popular. <laughs> That doesn't make sense to me. I like how he's acting like we have a bunch of Friday Night Light hangers on, and I'm like, I feel like we have a bunch of people who just really like Supernatural. (laughs) I don't want to 
want to say it's oh like a gosh. competition, but I'm just saying like right. one show Look, ended early. after five seasons after being canceled multiple times. And the other show was <laughs> supposed to end after five seasons and continued to season 15. Right. Sure. Uh, guys, did you, and, and I didn't remember this until I rewatched it. Saracen from Friday Night Lights. Uh, in season three, he becomes a wide receiver. That's yeah. how they resolve the, I totally forgot that he became a warden. Why yeah, because J.D. McCoy, the, the boy who drinks milk, uh, comes <laughs> right. in and steals his job because he I can throw. I that J.D. McCoy was going to get injured and then Saracen would come back in. But no, Saracen's a wide receiver. The part of it that I don't understand is that McCoy in part wins the job because he's the better passer than, than Saracen. But in the pilot... Saracen throws like the seventy-yard touchdown to win the game, and they're like, "Oh my God, this kid has an arm! Who knew?" And like now he's like the running quarterback. It's I don't know. It's yeah, like, I thought I the know. whole point was that Saracen was a good quarterback. Well, he's no Jason Street, but you know, That's but true. he was, but he was better than like no one knew who he was. Uh, maybe uh, wait, he needs to go Dustin, to Mexico how far and have some shark oh, I finished, stem cells. I finished the uh, the New York episode. Oh, <gasps> so good! I love that it's episode. Just, it's, it's Riggins at the end of that episode just like breaks your fucking heart, Aww. man. Because he's just like, he's like observing his best friend make it. And right. He's just so proud and so happy for the street. And you're like, oh, these people. And this is, <laughs> this is, I talk about it all the time. My very favorite shows are about good people trying to do good things. And this is the perfect example that they're all good people trying to do good things except julie except julie except (laughs) and i feel that in some ways supernatural is like that as well yes they're good people just two good people trying to save the world (laughs) over and over again when yell at not telling each other the truth no no they never tell each other the truth (laughs) usually to spare the other one's feelings but it's never a good idea and they should know that after 15 seasons but they don't right But when Sam is like, you know, back in my world, I at least do some good. And then I was like, yes, yes, you're good people trying to do some good work. Oh, there's another alternate. I wish I forgot this one existed, but I've been doing my own research to try and remind, remind myself of all the weird ins and outs. And there's another alternate universe episode where they end up <laughs> shunted into a world where they're just average office workers. <laughs> I don't know why it's even funnier than like the idea of them on the set as actors. Cause it's just, no, that sounds great. It's, they don't yeah. know about Send hunting. That episode too. Yeah. They, they don't know about <laughs> hunting, but they have to, the way they learn about hunting is they look up a ghost facers episode, like a web, uh. web thing and learn about like hunting from the that ghost facers. Sense. It's adorable. Uh, I really am so impressed with this show for going for 15 seasons. I'm glad you're like, enjoying it. <laughs> I hope, there's I hope a, you uh, enjoy a lot more of it. Yeah. We'll You've got we'll so see. many more episodes. Even Dustin, yeah, yeah, even yeah. after watching all of these episodes, you will still have over 300 to go. I understand. I also, <laughs> I also like, we could do this all over, because there are, there are so many characters you're not going to get to see, and it kills me. <laughs> like, you're not seeing Felicia Day as the awesome... Like nerdy uh, hacker who has a today. whole LARPing episode. Oh, she's in this show. Yes, she has a recurring oh. character. Oh my gosh! I didn't even know that. Charlie, yeah, she's phenomenal. Felicia Day was the first celebrity lover of our website. 
Aww. That's... And then you turned on her. We never turned on someone. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just guessing. Come on. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you did. Um, yeah, she has wonderful episodes. Um, oh, you do, like, we could do an entire class just on Crowley. He's the best. He has a whole thing where he just refers to Sam and Dean as Moose and Squirrel. And it never it never gets old. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Well, we've got three more weeks of this, so <laughs> don't worry. There's more coming. Next week is the big apocalypse week. Uh, at uh, Season 5, Episode 10, Abandon All Hope. Season 5, Episode 21, Two Minutes to Midnight. And Season 5, Episode 22, Swan Song. Yeah. Which definitely does not sound like an ending. So, no. Uh, you of course know, not. Also, ten seasons after that. So, um, yeah. But uh, so so this 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 leads me to our. It's not really a game, but it's more of just like a question that we can debate and argue about, and then you know we'll decide who won afterwards. Probably not Dustin, unless he cheats. Hashtag Dustin cheats. Always uh, is. Uh, I, I thought, uh, given that this week was a was kind of a meta week, um, and uh, and I, I thought, what would what would happen? Or, or what would you, who would you use? Let's say that they were thrown, in, the two brothers were thrown into a uh, a scenario where they were uh, they were being played by two different actors for the episode. So they go through whatever portal, you know, blah blah blah. I don't know. I don't know how the magic works in the show. And then uh, and they come out the other side, and they're two different actors, and then they have to play them. Like who would they be? Who would who would you cast as these brothers? Um, I will give you one. I have a couple of different answers, but yes. I'll give you one of mine. Um, which is not supernatural specific. This is just a. Uh, I think they should play brothers. Is uh, I would cast Kyle Chandler, and Ron oh. Livingston. Oh. Just because, oh only because I genuinely think that they would play brothers really well. They should play brothers. That's Actually, it. can I share one? Because I was thinking along the yes. same lines. Yes. Um, yes. I wanted Taylor Kitsch as Sam. Oh. I feel like he would make him. You know. Makes perfect sense. Really appealing. And then I struggled to figure out who would be Dean to him. Um, I wanted to go with Boyd Holbrook, but he's a year younger. So I'm going to go with <laughs> Dominic Cooper because Preacher's canceled. So I feel like he could probably, oh, he's yeah, got time. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I can see I that. Street could have pulled it off. As Dean? He's yeah. also younger than uh, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. Well, Street's not actually in a wheelchair. <gasps> oh! Wait, wait. Instead of Dominic <laughs> Cooper. No, I just thought of it. Taylor Kitsch is as Sam and Josh Hartnett. Oh, <laughs> Josh no. Hartnett is, <laughs> as Dean. Come on, those two should play brothers. They're both kind of... <laughs> Damn. The whole vibe of the show uh, reminds me of, and this is sort of embarrassing, and I think it shows how old I am, but um, Tom Wolpat and John Schneider. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, it is. It is. You, you take the Confederacy out of it and all of the racist tropes. Uh, it's very much uh, Jukes of Hazard. The dynamic between right. Bo and Luke. It's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just two. That does, show, that does show your age, Justin. Good old boys. It does. I, I'm uh, from the South, and I am old, and I love that show. And like, because all all I know about Dukes of Hazard is uh, the one with no. um, 
with uh, the movie, you know, with uh, <laughs> oh, really? uh, no, I, I've never seen the movie. I don't know, but I, I can't even think of who is. Isn't Dak Shepard in somebody? Dak Shepard is in it, and uh, 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 is it Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville, yeah. That would be a very those are, different. Those are my <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> you didn't see the original at all. I mean, uh, I'm I'm sure I've seen clips, but I've never seen a full episode. I mean, I watched them all, but I grew up in the South, and right. uh, I was of that age. But wow, uh, it does not hold up well, except that dynamic. <laughs> that dynamic. Oh, it was. Uh, Dak Shepard, was he even in that? It was Johnny Knoxville and um, uh, Stifler. Who were both oh, oh, Sean William it Scott. Wasn't, it wasn't Dak Shepard? Oh, well. I don't know. But like I, I said, still I associate did. Dak Shepard with it, too. He, no, he. Di- I was going to say, did he direct it, but he directed Chips. So. Which was terrible. Maybe um, that's where I'm getting uh, my brain confused. One of the worst up. movies I've ever seen. Wait, we, we've talked about this being sort of like the Fast and the Furious movies. So mm-hmm. what if it was um, Vin Diesel and The Rock, who I know hate each other? Oh, that would, that would add, uh, one, that would be amazing. Two, they would have to film all their scenes separately yes. somehow. Uh, three, it would, it, would, it would add a whole, nother, and whole, a whole extra layer to uh, uh, the French mistake where they kept joking that, like, oh, at least you guys are talking yes. to each other yeah. now. And would, that yes. would have been true it in this instance. <laughs> That's a good pairing. Um, I, had a, I had a pairing where I was thinking about how do I... Uh, look, I, I don't want to be a, you know be a broken record but how, how do we make this show asian you know so uh what i was thinking the obvious answer is uh steven yoon as sam and yes. uh, john cho john cho as dean oh my god uh, i am so aligned to that I and by the way jeffrey dean morgan still their dad still their never dad. explained oh, yeah. never explained yeah. but oh but, i would uh, that oh i would watch that <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, what if we, we, you know, because it's like we've seen Sam and Dean from when they were in their early 20s until now they're like in their 40s, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what if, Jesus. what if we like, if this next iteration where we, we hired more actors, what if they were even older? And I had the same idea of like, what if we turned it into, we got Asian actors, but then I was like, what if we turned it into a martial arts action show? Uh-oh. And I literally was like, what if we just got Jackie Chan and Jet Li? Oh, and this is yeah. like because they're you know like older Sam and Dean, but right. I feel like it would have less impact on the like you know driving around Kansas in a Chevy Impala. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I also had the idea of like, what if they did the big Hollywood like movie reboot mm-hmm. and got like mm-hmm. big act like you know because um, like I was movie stars like yeah, yeah like. Uh, and I feel like Brad Pitt would make a pretty good, obvious substitute for Jensen Ackles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see I that. I can see that. Yeah. But then I was like, well, who would be the substitute for for Sam? And all I could come up with was, like, Christian Bale if he, like, when he does the thing where he grows uh, his hair out and gets, yeah. you know. But also Depp, unfortunately. Huh? Johnny Depp, unfortunately. Got that. What about uh, uh, McConaughey as, oh, as Sam? Oh, as Sam? 
I think he's Sam, right? Isn't he Sam? Is he more of a Dean? I, I was think thinking so. as more Everybody of a Dean. Wants to be a Dean, but I, he can do a Dean. I mean, it's a I would think he would. Well, I think it depends if he had the right. Yeah, he could probably do both. I would see him as more of a Dean, and then you've got to get the like sensitive one. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, so he's the Dean, and then the Sam. I was thinking like uh, Ethan Hawke. Oh yeah. Could fit in here, or like somehow. an Edward Norton. Yeah, Ethan Hawke would be good. Yeah. Because he just always looks like, like he's good, but you also he always s- looks like he's gonna cry. Yeah, like a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just like look at him and you're like, you're emotionally exhausting, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. That he really is. <laughs> Tori, I thought you were gonna go the. I, I don't have a pitch for this, but I thought you were gonna go the other way and make it like, like, uh, like the Muppet Babies version. So like the 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 kid or teen version of them. Um, I don't be, know who those actors are. But, I don't uh, know either. I did think, yeah, like if you were to age it down, who would you? Yeah. I don't know. You get a couple of the kids from Stranger Things, and it's fine. But. Oh yeah, it. like Finn Wolfhard as as Sam. Sure, I, I don't. I've never seen it, so I don't know what those kids are like. But I'm assuming that there are two kids there that could do it. Yeah. I also really, and this would not probably work, but I loved um, the spy who dumped me. And uh-huh. if we could somehow retrofit Supernatural into a Mila Kunis, uh, Kate McKinnon vehicle. Oh, oh my God! Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that that totally. I I would totally watch that that show. Like I could just because all the scenes where the two of them are just talking in a car would be fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know they're gonna remake Supernatural in like five years. They've already so there's a uh, Japanese anime version. Oh, I didn't of know that. Is. Yeah, it, I think it's only one season, but they basically took the first two seasons of the show and adapted it. As an anime where, like, some of the storyline, some of the individual episodes are different, but the general arc is identical. That's um, cool. Yeah. So, and then they had all the, the spinoffs that didn't go anywhere. Um, yeah, they'll re- they'll find some way. <laughs> It'll happen. This thing never dies. Of course, you know, Kripke's busy because he's got the boys. Right. And he wrote, I think he wrote that Eli Roth movie, the... House with the clock in the, its walls. You're the one that saw that, right? I didn't review it. I did see it. I did. You didn't I see did it? I did not see it. It was cute. Kate That's Blanchett. the one that was the Eli Roth kids movie? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Which, I don't really like him. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, Eli Roth? Yeah. So I was real on the yeah. fence. Uh, on how that was going to work, but it's a Kripke script, and it's got Jack Black and Kate Blanchett, so like, it was fine. It's cute. <laughs> um, Dustin, do you have any other uh, any other pairings? I think it's. Uh, I mean, not really. Jordan, All right. Well, it's time to <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> Uh, Seth yeah, Rogen and uh, Seth Rogen and American Pickle. Is it finally time to talk about an American Pickle, you guys? <laughs> Look, I enjoyed this movie. Not enough Sarah Snook, but unfortunately we are out of time. Oh. <laughs> you really like the movie? <laughs> I, you know, I thought it, the movie was okay. I liked it. It was, it was and it, I, I think, Tori, you reviewed it, and I think that it was, you had it just right that it's like, it's kind of like a good, pleasant, like you can kind of have it on and you don't have to, you, you don't have to pay super close attention. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I but, liked the pickles. Yeah. Also, it was weirdly way more emotional than I was anticipating. Yeah. Um, like, it... And, I mean, it's it's understandable given, like, both the sub- subject matter of family and all that, and also that it was uh, written by Simon Rich, who had... Yes. That's kind of, like, his brand is, yeah. like, really goofy stuff that has more heart than you'd expect. Right. Um, but also, but, the but fact that he was a ditch digger was literally what Steve Buscemi, I mean, he was a shit shoveler, but the gag with the shovel breaking, like, that right. happened in Miracle yeah. Workers. I was yeah. watching it going, like, you're plagiarizing yourself. And I don't <laughs> mind, because it's still cute. Right. Although, I, I remember reading up on uh, on it and finding out that he wrote this, like, seven years ago. Yeah, he did. So, so he stole from in himself. Miracle Workers from this. Right. It, rather than, I mean, but, like, oh, wait, no, that would work. Yeah, anyway. He didn't steal it from Miracle Workers. He stole no. it from this in Miracle so Workers. I, before we before you sign us off, I just have a quick question because I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Every week you're like, uh, you know, these big movies are coming out, uh, s- sort of big movies. Mm-hmm. And you keep thinking, oh, this is going to be like the big hit, but like every week it's always kind of disappointing to me because. What is your favorite thing of the pandemic so far? Like movie release during the pandemic? Have you seen Palm Springs? That, like, oh yeah, okay, all right. Palm yeah. Springs is probably. Yeah. I loved Palm Springs. Like yeah. I, I have watched great. it two and a half times. It was so great. I, I really ended up liking the old guard a lot more than I thought I would. Which one? Old guard. Oh, I didn't watch it yet. But I did love Palm Springs. Probably the most. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with uh, Kristen Milioti, who was great and should be in more things. But, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I but know, there haven't been, like, a lot. She disappeared. And then she showed up in the uh, uh, McElhaney show. And the best episode of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Palm Springs. Oh, yeah, I just, actually, funny enough, I just rewatched um all of... Uh, uh, Mythic Quest. Um, Such a good show. It's really good. Yeah. It's like, it's shock. Again, like to talk about a show where, like, there's shockingly way more heart than you'd expect. That show does it really well. Um, I also love that for some reason, uh, the. Dustin, did you recognize the HR lady in that show? Who, had, like, she's like a minor role, but. I'm not HR. Um, the customer support woman. I don't know. It's the the I, I'm it's a uh, Megan Boone Booth, she's uh but it's it's the woman who has like the Megan heavy Boone? midwestern midwestern accent but she's the one who's from uh, uh the Memphis uh, the Jimmy Smith's uh, law show that only ran for one season Bluff City Law, Bluff City Law thank you oh my God. Uh, but it, it was I funny because. Well, I didn't watch any of it, but I saw the preview for that show, and I was like, oh, this is like a very straight-ahead show. And then seeing her being so weird and goofy in this, I was like, oh, that's that's a, it's fun to see her. Like, she looks like she's having fun in this instead of, you know, being mad at her dad, Jimmy Smits. Um, uh, I appreciated that, and uh, also that show. I just like that show, and it, it, it's I a, thought they did a good job. And good 
There is a new Apple TV Plus show coming out next week that I'm kind of excited to watch. Ted Lasso, but we won't yeah. be talking about it here because nope. we will still be in the middle of Supernatural Month. <laughs> to be fair, we kind of talked about it all last month, only it was Friday Night Lights. We will, <laughs> wait, yeah, but we'll talk about, look, it's, maybe it'll come up in conversation super casually. Naturally. When the boys know, play not, soccer. Right. Not, uh, not, not, uh, not, you know, forced into the episode at all. No. But, um. What's everybody drinking? Oh, you know, Ted Lasso inspired. <laughs> I am drinking a delightful English brown ale. <laughs> you know, you know. Speaking of England, uh, you know what they do in England? They play football, but not American football. No, no. You know, it's no. the one where you just use your feet. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's it for today. Uh, next week, more supernatural, more chicken update, uh, maybe some other things. Who knows? And. That's it. Have a good night. Have a good night. Good night.